Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Alex. And you're listening to One Last Breath, an autopsy of awful albums. Where we discuss controversial, bizarre, divisive, and downright abysmal albums. And time for us to have to fucking re-record. <laughs> Yay, on literally, uh, uh, I guess spoiler alert, probably the worst fucking album we will ever cover on this podcast. I'm sure we can find worse. Uh, I, I fucking hope not. <laughs> but we probably the will. The fans hope we do. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, the fan. The we love you, buddy. The one fan. Uh, but yeah, sorry to bury the lead, but today we are talking about the debut album Sex and Violins by Swedish, yes, you heard that right, Swedish country and techno group Rednecks. The fucking... What the fuck is wrong with the Swedes? A lot of things. Except for the one Swede that we know in real life. Oh yeah. Shout out Marcus. Shout out Marcus. Hey Shout dude. out bro. Hey dude, bud. Yeah, I know you're listening. Marcus Hop. Marcus Hop. Mark Hoppus, I know you're listening. But yeah, I don't... There's a lot of things wrong with the Swedes, I guess, when it comes to making uh, music. But yeah, Rednecks were founded in 1994 when Swedish producers Jan Eriksson, <laughs> fucking Orjan Oban Oberg. That's my name. I forgot about that. Orjan Oban Oberg. Orjan Oban Oberg. And Patrick Edinburgh, whom all decided they wanted to mix country and folk with 90s dance and pop music. Um, the band originally consisted of Annika Lundberg, which went, who went by Mary Jo, Kent Olander, Bobby Sue, Arn, Arn, Arn Arstrand, Ken Tacky. Isn't Arn Arstrand the guy that made Portlandia? <laughs> Close enough. What is his actual fucking name? Like, um... Fred Armiston. Fred Armiston. Armiston, something like that. Unpopular opinion. Don't think he's that funny. I've never watched. Don't it. like Portlandia. I've never watched it. His stand-up's just okay. I've been to Portland though, so maybe I'll get it. I don't know. It's like <laughs> in the one week I was okay, there. Okay, so like Portlandia is a sketch show, which is not what you fucking expect because everything about it feels like a sitcom. Hmm. So if you ever wanted to watch a state a, a sketch show that is. Try like pretending to be a sitcom almost. Portlandia. Hmm. I don't know. It was a sketch show. Yeah, I, I came weird. into it being like, "This is gonna be the fucking sickest sitcom." I see all these <laughs> fucking losers on Tumblr talking about it. Is it like a live? No, like, like SNL. T okay, nope. it's just a huh. No, it's like it's like Key and Peel, but without okay. the, the really cool interludes and without. Or like whitest kids you know. <laughs> Not nearly as good. Not nearly as good. Huh. Whitest kids you know is the best sketch show. <laughs> Prove that's me wrong, losers. That's interesting, though. Uh, the Amanda Show. Oh, fuck. You're right. <laughs> this shit was goaded. Speaking of the Amanda Show, sorry, we're gonna get off topic a lot because we fucking hate this album. Yeah. I think we did this last time we recorded this, too. Yeah, and it still was one of the shorter episodes we've done. Um, so, you know the... So, the Amanda Show obviously came from All That. You know that one girl from All That, the kind of, like, bigger, the heavier girl? Yeah, yeah. That was in Good Burger as well. Yeah, so the yeah. only thing she has, she has ever been in that I could find... I mean, she's been in, like, some, like, bit roles. But the only thing she's been in is, like, a, a real character was All That, the All That revival, and then a season of The Worst Cooks in America. What the fuck? Well, she was also... She was in Good Burger, but she played the same character she plays. Yeah, and... it doesn't really count. Like, yeah. The Good Burger is All That. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Good Burger 2's coming out soon. You see that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I know that I don't know. even though people were like, man, what happened to Keith or what happened to Kel? Mm -hmm. Man, Kel's been nowhere. Kel was on a fucking, like, one of the biggest Disney shows after we were, like, too old to care about Disney. Kel was? Yeah, he was on Game Changers. I'm, I've never heard of that. It's, it's fucking about, like, 
two teens make apps. Oh, riveting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not the one with Logan Paul. There was a show with Logan Paul. Oh, no. Jake Paul. Oh, God. Those are fucking Pauls. I don't even want to think about post, like, 2010, 2009 Disney Channel. Also, I found... Whenever a... Sweet Life on Deck ended after that. True. It's... I found a mistake on Google. A mistake? A mistake on Google. When you Google Penguins of Madagascar, it says that the show started in 2015. When did it start? Like, 2012. Damn. Google's wrong. I can't, I can't support Google anymore. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? That show fucks. <laughs> yeah, Madagascar fucks in general. Either way, <laughs> way off topic. Um, Madagascar, Sweden. What's the fucking difference? Eh, close enough. Yeah, we left you off with uh, Ken Taki. Then you also got Jonas, Jonas, Jonas. I don't fucking know. Johannes. Nil Nilsson, which went by Billy Ray, and then the previously mentioned Patrick Edinburgh, Mup. I'm so mad that Oban Ojorn Oberg, whatever the fuck his name or, is. Orjan Oban Oberg. Yeah, I think I'm going to get his name tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> Might as well. But the group bursts onto the scene with their infamous cover of traditional American folk song, Cotton Eye Joe, which you know, everybody fucking knows that's ever been born ever. They call it a traditional country folk song. <clears throat> I had never heard none of this person. I mean, I've never seen any reference to any version other than this. Maybe it was, like, so big that it ruined the cultural zeitgeist. Probably. But, like, you think I'd at least, like, see, like, inklings of Cotton Eye Joe. I mean, maybe, but I can't really tell you how many traditional folk songs I've ever really heard of. I don't know, like, I listen to more folk than you, I guess. Yeah, I probably would say probably like, so. I, was, I, I really recently got into, like, the, the 50s and 60s and early 70s, like, folk singer-songwriters. Yeah, yeah. Like Arlo, or not Arlo, I guess Woody, more like. Woody Guthrie, yeah. Um, not Bob Dylan, but, like, other people like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know much about that shit. It's good. Yeah. I mean, shit like that is good, but it's just not... It's incredibly politically charged. You have to be in the right headspace to listen to it. Yeah. I mean, I do fuck with a lot of old country, though, for sure. Yeah. So. Where was I at? Oh, yeah. With this song, New Ground was broken. Nobody had ever meshed country and Eurodance in such a way that Rednecks did, and probably no one ever had in any way. I don't know why they ever did it. They just wanted to cosplay as inbreds, I guess. I don't fucking know. Uh, the song quickly went viral before being viral was even really a thing and became an overnight sensation. It was a number one hit in 11 different countries, all European besides Canada. So Canada, Okay, Canada is basically Europe. Close enough. And even French there. Yeah, and even reached a lofty number 25 here in the U.S., and the smash hit received actually pretty positive reviews from the media, with most pointing out its undeniable knack to get stuck in your head. And it also had a lot of staying power, still being played at sporting events and clubs everywhere, being remembered by most as one of the defining novelty songs of the 90s. Which there are a lot of 90s novelty songs. I mean, there was the Ketchup song by Lost Ketchup. I don't, I don't think I know that one. Oh, you don't know the Ketchup song by Lost Ketchup? I don't think so. Song's pretty good. Uh, there was too sexy. By yeah, too sexy. Fred. Um, uh, everything I'm... that the little little lip biscuit bastards did. <laughs> I'm gonna be 500 miles. Yeah. I, eh, I mean, that's like borderline novelty. But no, I, really not. Wasn't that a um, it's still a Euro? There. What the fuck is that fucking music competition they hold in Europe? Eurovision. Eurovision. Yeah, wasn't wanna be a Eurovision song? Or am I just fucking stupid? I have no idea. I think I may be thinking of Sarah Sarah. 
I have no idea. I don't, it could have been. I know the fucking Proclaimers. Aren't yeah, they Irish or something? Irish. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a good amount of novelty songs in the 90s. Yeah, like Gay Bar by Electric Six. I thought that was 2000. Yeah, like <laughs> but either way, Cotton Eye Joe is undeniably the most fucking yeah. massive out there's of those. Well, there is literally a bar in this city. Oh, God. Yeah, there is. After, I, guess, I guess named after this song? I would imagine so. I mean... One of the versions of the song right <laughs> next to the original, though. <laughs> I don't know, but I've never catch me in the Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> I don't know. I want to write a bull. Uh, line dance and ride a bull. And then after uh, one more single titled Old Poppin' and Oak, Rednecks released their debut, Sex and Violence, on February 27th of 95. The album received pretty mixed reviews upon release, with most feeling as a majority of the album was trying too hard to recreate the appeal of Cotton Eye Joe. Such is evident with Neil Spencer of The Observer saying, Swedish barn dance disco, an initially amusing joke, cart topping Cotton Eye Joe, repeated put to the point of inanity. And then Johnny Loftus of All Music also expressed the sentiments of too much sameness throughout the album in his 2 out of 5 star review, which is pretty fucking high for this album. Uh, afterwards saying, Robotic fiddles stutter over plasticized dance thumps as the vocalists have a good old time mugging on the mic. They sound like aliens who learn to talk all human and stuff from intercepted transmissions of hee-haw, inane even for the cartoon land of Eurodance. Which, yeah, pretty fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, is pretty inane pretty... even for Eurodance, which is yeah, a very inane genre. Like we said on the uh, Fast Food Rockers we both went through a, a fairly, a pretty small, a pretty small Euro pop phase. Phase, I guess like, you could call it that. Me more than you. Yeah, for sure. I I still fucking think. Listen to Toy Box. Yeah, they. We're bringing back the uh, the new segment I started last week. <laughs> albums you should listen to. It's not an album. It is two songs <laughs> by the band Toy Box. Best friend. It is best friend and Tarzan. Yeah. By the band Toy Box. Yeah, those songs. It those songs slap. Barbie Girl. Don't fucking need it. I have a toy box. <laughs> Aqua, who is she? <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. Uh, the same year as Sex and Violence, Rednecks released the EP Inbred with Rednecks. Very clever there. It was a multimedia release containing music videos, new songs, a remix of Cotton Eye Joe, as well as a point-and-click CD-ROM adventure starring Rednecks. Which I'm going to find it. Yeah. I'm going to hunt this down, and we're going to live stream it. <laughs> we're gonna, oh god, we're going to live stream it. We're going to live stream fucking your sister with the rebel, is it called? <laughs> and bread with rednecks. Hey, Close you enough. know, rednecks, uh, joke I didn't get to earlier, my culture's not your costume. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Swedes. They're appropriating the southern culture. Appropriating Fuck. incest. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that can be appropriated now? Um, yeah. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Farm Out is next. Oh, fucking why? Their album that came out on May 29th of 2000, which ended up being the second but last album from Rednecks. Although in the same vein as Sex and Violins, it received hardly any attention, only charting in four countries, with the highest being number 16 in Switzerland. And the lowest was, ironically, in their homeland of Sweden, coming in at number 60. So even their fucking hometown Swedes weren't fucking with the rednecks at this point. I, okay, I think what I have learned from the one thing I know about Sweden, which is the rednecks. <laughs> That's the one thing you know. Um, and the, and the, the chef from the chef from the Muppets. Oh, yeah, the so the two things I know about Sweden. <laughs> Marcus. 
I know the chefs talk like that. The Swedish chefs. All of them. All of them. I know they got meatballs. I know they got Ikea. And I know they have a pretty good taste in music, even if they don't make it. Hmm. How do you know that? Um, because, like, black metal is not that big in Sweden, like, as big as it could be. Hmm. Yeah, for being in that area. And they make a lot of it. <laughs> So, like, I think they just make bad music, and I think bad music is their largest export other than meatballs and, like, (laughs) furniture that you can technically steal by emailing a helpline once a month saying that your new furniture is missing a part. You can do that? Have you not seen that post? No. (laughs) Shit, new cheat unlocked. You wouldn't download download a blahage? (laughs) You wouldn't steal from Ikea. (laughs) I fucking would. Ikea is the fucking coolest thing ever. I've never been to an Ikea. It's fucking... And then closest one in, what, Atlanta? Oh, I don't even think there's one in a, or maybe there is. I don't know. Yeah, don't there's know. one it's, in it's Atlanta. Like, it's like a few hours away, and I don't fucking care that much. Yeah, I've been to the one in. I've been to two. I've been to one in Memphis. Okay. Whenever when I was in Insular, still the band that I, that me and Austin were in. Um, when we played a show in Memphis. Yeah. Did you go to the the uh, the Holy Land? the Bass Pro Pyramid. We didn't. We what joked. What the fuck is wrong with you I guys? mean, we were only there for, for one night. I don't fucking care. <laughs> we drove you by it. cancel the show and go to the Pyramid. We drove by it. No, Ikea was more important. How are the meatballs? We actually didn't eat there. I haven't ate the there. Even though I've... I need to know if the meatballs compare to the fucking Sam's Club pizza in Guatemala. The Sam's... What? Oh, you weren't fucking there for that. It was me and a fucking... I was about to say, I don't remember going to a Sam's Club um, in Guatemala. It was, it was me, um, Mike, and uh, Porkchop. Oh, God. And I think, I think, um, I think, uh, not, uh, Helmut? Mm. Or maybe his, his, uh, his brother, Derdry? Wait, where the fuck was I? Yeah. Uh, you went, the same church went with our church no you just did, like, it was just like just the four of us went to went there for okay because I I everyone about, else went straight i was about to, to say you had you had you spent another year with pork chop and i didn't <laughs> no unfortunately <laughs> my boy pork chop if you're listening and i know there's no way you are Miss <laughs> you buddy you better remember that dude's real fucking name i don't remember. i don't even know if he knows that we called him pork chop <laughs> i don't why did we even call him pork I don't chop fucking know I don't fucking know. Um, Bizarre times. But yeah, we went to... It was at Sam's Club. We had to pick up bottled water, I think, because the, the water had gone out at the camp. Mm. And I think me and Porkchop <laughs> fucking uh, were like, yeah, we'll go. Because I think everyone else was going to the mall. Like, we'll stop by fucking mm. Sam's Club with y'all to help you carry everything. Look at fucking pizza there. It was fucking fire. Hmm. I don't think I've ever had American Sam's Club pizza. So. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's but not, not as, as good as Guatemalan Sam's Club pizza. I mean... Guatemala and I don't Guatemala know. Guatemalan food's fucked. They got it going fucks. on. They got fucking fried chicken at the McDonald's. That fried chicken slaps. Better than KFC. Okay, we can talk about the <laughs> shit. But either way, yeah. Uh, well, back to Ikea. Yeah, I went there that one time. We spent about like three hours in there. And then in Portland, speaking of Portland, uh, me and my wife went to an Ikea there and spent probably about two and hours. you didn't have the fucking meatballs. Nope. Didn't. But... Did about everything else you could do in an Ikea, I guess. Did you did you pet the, the fucking blahage? No, the, the what? The stuffed sharks. I don't remember there being stuffed sharks. I oh. guess I missed that. Oh, damn. <laughs> I don't know if they sell them in store. I just know that you can order them online. Hmm. 
They're called the Blahage. But yeah, shout out Ikea. I wish Knoxville would have one. That would be pretty sick. I don't think we have room for one. Just go there and mindlessly fucking I mean, wander I around. Could, you know, they could get rid of the JC Pennies in the mall. <laughs> Speaking of the mall, uh, did you see the fucking Josh Peck was at a local mall recently? I couldn't tell if it was West Town or Foothills. Huh. But Josh Peck was at one of our malls. What the fuck? Why did I not know about this? I, don't know, I just saw pictures of it on Facebook like the day after. I was like, damn it, why the fuck did I not go hug me, brother? That reminds me of one time where I, the band Polyphia, uh, if any if any listeners listen to Polyphia, I don't know if you know about this. Um, you kissed Kim Henson, yeah. Yeah, I did. But no, me and, me and our boy Casey were hanging out, and I think our friend Race was there too. I don't know. It was, I think it was just me and Casey maybe, but... We were chilling, and I think we had been to the mall earlier that day, and this was uh, East Town Mall, a local mall that closed Rest a few years peace. ago, and is now a fucking Amazon warehouse that hasn't... It's never opened. Yeah, that hasn't opened yet, but either way, um, we had been there earlier that day, and then we fucking go on... I go on Instagram and open Polyphia's Instagram story, and they're at fucking East Town Mall. They literally have a video of them just walking... And you didn't just head back? We we were about to, but it was posted like three hours earlier oh, or something, and I was like, "Well, they're I don't think they're gonna spend three hours in a mall that has like two stores open, like I, I don't know. a fucking there GameStop was, and a um... shoe store, maybe." But either way, that was the most bizarre thing. I was like, I think they were playing in Atlanta the next day or something, but I was like, "Why the fuck did they stop at East Town?" <laughs> I don't know. It's just so bizarre. Yeah, let me have a better mall. I just had like such a fucking just epiphany. I was like, wait, is that fucking East Town Mall? That's Tim Henson walking into East Town Mall. What the fuck? Did you know because you saw the giant catfish made out of yeah. fucking things? Yeah, and the fucking like dilapidated parking lot and no cars in the parking lot. I was like, this has to be the. I got I got mall. my first professional tattoo at East Town Mall. Oh god, I forgot there was a tattoo shop there. But either way, fucking way off topic. Um, Can you tell we don't like this album? Yeah. Uh, after Farm Out came a Greatest Hits album, The Best of the West, in 2002. How the fuck do you have a Greatest Hits album? Yeah, with two albums. Like, I, I, I almost, I've gotten to the point, now that I've gotten older, where I understand, I almost get Rick Astley having a Greatest Hits album. Yeah, I mean, that man has... He has he, a lot of albums. Does he have, like, three Greatest Hits albums or something? Something like that. Okay. He has a lot of albums. He has a lot of albums. He's made a yeah. lot of material. Yeah, it's like, they're not hits, but, I mean, he only have one hit, but... Fucking Toby Keith has only has two Greatest Hits albums. Oh, fuck. Greatest songwriter of our generation. Ruined country. We'll get to that <laughs> in the fucking episode. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know why they would bother. Uh, but either way, they haven't released any full-length full efforts since uh, Farm Out. Uh, singles have been scattered here and there throughout the years, uh, but in 2012, Rednecks actually dissolved as the concept of being a permanent band, instead calling themselves a pool of members, where a bunch of members can be used with three males and one female member being chosen to perform at any given show. I love Slipknot. Just really fucking, yeah, pretty much. Um, the pool has gotten so big as to include 17 members in 2018, that's just fucking, I don't, that's oh, just yeah, the weird I, shit. I remember, I remember this one the last time we were recording. Yeah. I brought up J-pop and how they do shit like that. Yeah. Like AKB48. Yeah. They trying to be J-pop. Uh, and then four spinoff groups have also come into fruition since 2003 with, you got Rednecks Revival Band, Rednecks Tribute, and Cotton Eye Joe Show all being formed by members who weren't legally allowed to perform under the Rednecks trademark. 
And then you also got Redneck NZ created exclusively to perform in Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> so, I mean... I'm glad they're not missing out, I to, guess. To our Australian and New Zealand listeners, I mean, there you go. If you exist. That's all you need. Is hey. that area called Oceana or, or Oceana or am I dumb? Yeah, it's Oceana. Oceana, okay. That's what I or thought. Oceana. Oceanu. Something, something like that. Otaku. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, but yeah, that is the short... And, I mean, really not short, but fucking, I don't even know, just the bizarre history of rednecks. Yeah, there's not a lot to talk about, because we got off topic a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot to talk about, but a lot of really weird... Yeah, imagine being banned from using your own band name. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That... Epic, epic blink moment. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's, I don't know that, and then them just releasing a CD-ROM. <laughs> like, I don't know. Was it, like, a point-and-click, like, Freddy Fish-type shit? I guess so. Like, a fucking... God, it's been, like, a month since we recorded this, and I still haven't looked up footage. Yeah, I don't... I don't even I know. I forgot about it immediately. <laughs> yeah. After that was uh, that was another, like, whoa, it, what? Yeah, exactly. I've already heard this fucking script before. Yeah. Let's get into the fucking album. First thoughts. Well... I guess really, like, second thoughts. We've it, done this before. Yeah, well, I can tell you for sure I didn't listen to this piece of shit again no, for this. I was no like... No fucking way. I mean... I played Cotton Eye Joe in my head from memory while at work yeah, today. Yeah, pretty much. And realized that I had just listened to the album three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have better things to do with my time. Yeah, I mean, this... It, I mean, what most of the critics said, like, about half, maybe a little over half of the songs are very reminiscent to Cotton Eye Joe, and then literally, like four or five of them which is about probably almost half of the album is like literally just fucking cotton eye joe and there's one like, song that's like really fucking cool yeah like copy and paste it is just exactly like cotton eye joe and it's just like what the fuck and then they go right out of the gate with cotton eye joe so it's not yeah. even like oh you know the song anybody cares about is buried within the track listing it's just like oh yeah i, wish... I would be very upset to have bought this album as a child yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> i know too. i would have yeah, or at McKay's for 92 cents. <laughs> scratch, would, very scratch. I would still do that. You would still do that? I mean, yeah, why the fuck not? I'd be upset about it. <laughs> You'd be upset about but it. But I have to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a law. Like my wife says I can't have any more CDs. They take up too much space. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, you probably got all, all, all that you need in terms of the CDs. You probably got all the main one-hit wonders of the 90s. I mean, I've got uh, Informer by Snow and Toby Keith's Greatest Hits Volume 2, so I don't really need anything else, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I cleaned out my CDs not too long ago to make some space, and I was just I was like, why the fuck do I have this? Yeah, instead I have a drawer full of tapes that don't aren't good. Yeah, instead I just collect records, but... <laughs> I still got a bunch of records that aren't very good. Yeah, but I, I, it was so funny. I was looking through all of it with my wife, and she was like, what the fuck is half of this? Because <laughs> it would literally be just like... Just like, you know, good, good metal band, classic rock, punk, and then it's like fucking... Death Star Assembly. Or it would be like fucking Silly Songs with Larry, and it's like, what the fuck? Hey, you've had that since you were a child, but that one's fine. Yeah, no. What about fucking, uh... Or uh, Goofy. Yeah, I was about to mention that fucking Goofy album. Yeah, I think I kept that one. <laughs> but yeah, or then it would be like fucking, uh, Chumba Wumba or some stupid shit, and it's like, what the fuck? I think, like... Nobody's asked me, but I feel like some people, when I tell them about the podcast, are like, why would you do that to yourself? 
It's like it's, it's pretty fucking obvious why. Like if it's you in know my DNA. Us, it's pretty obviously why we do this to ourselves. It's in our DNA. All of high school, we made a fucking like twenty hour playlist called the Evolution <laughs> of Metal one night. Yeah. Because we're fucking autistic. Yeah, we literally, what we we did three songs from three songs per band. Mm-hmm. Chron- a chronological history of metal, starting with Jimmy. Like, I don't know what the first band that we put was. Probably Jimmy, and then like Cream. All the yeah. way till like fucking I don't know whenever when we made that in like twenty thirteen. Yeah, it was all the way like current. Once we got into like newer stuff, it was less timeline and more like well, this is when this genre came out earlier. Yeah, than the next genre. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which I mean, I'll fucking we can fucking post it to yeah. socials. We still have it. I it could probably use a lot of updating. We never listened to it. <laughs> no, no, we just fucking made <laughs> we it. just fucking made it. Just like here you go, world. Nobody fucking cares. We li- <laughs> we never fucking listened. We were like, let's do it. Like, let's do it with punk too. Did we do that? No, we didn't. But we thought about it. We, we thought about it. it. We should. That would be harder though. We should get really fucked up one night and do it. Punk, punk subgenres are so. I just feel like they're not as defined. They as all started metal. in 1979 with the Buzzcocks. Every punk subgenre. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. I feel like, I don't know what it is. It's harder for me to, because people will be like, no, that's fuck, because it's like for metal. It's like, I mean, I know people get really nitpicky and really like, oh my God. That's, no, that's black and that's, porno jazz. Yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal technical, not technical brutal, like shit like that. But I mean, for shit like death metal, like if I hear death metal, I know it's death metal. If I hear black metal, I know it's black yeah. metal. When shit fuses, I can be like, oh, I'm hearing the influences. But with punk, it's like somebody's like, this is fucking anarcho-punk. I'm like, okay, this sounds like fucking yeah, like punk, any punk song to me. Punk like, subgenres are not about the sound for the most part. Yeah. You get into, like, the 90s. Yeah. The 2000s, I mean, like, with, like, pop-punk. Like, yeah, obviously, I know. Yeah, like, from, like, the 60s. Like, the punk started in, like, the 60s, right? Or, like, early, like late 50s? I mean, I guess you could say... death, right? Like, death was the first... They were band. in the 60s, yeah, and then, like, Stooges and shit like yeah, that. So like, yeah, so, like, from the 60s until, like, 92... The difference in punk subgenres it's was about the lyrical content. Yeah. Well I would say it's like regular punk and hardcore are yeah. like pretty distinct hardcore punk. <clears throat> but yeah, it's like either way, it's just it, I it's kinda like a cats and dogs, like fucking dogs. It's like that's a that's a German shepherd, that's a Labrador, and then cat you're just like, that's an orange cat. <laughs> it's like I, nobody's nobody's like, that's a that's a fucking Persian cat. Like, I, I don't know. I know a lot of different breeds of cats. I mean, I know some, but nobody, you know, nobody's like fucking. I'm the only person I know that regularly talks about the Bombay cat. <laughs> what breed of cat is that? Orange. <laughs> I I know, I know for a fact that my cat is part Bombay, even though we just fucking you don't fucking know what your cat. I know he's part Bombay. Yeah. I... Bombay cats are the only cats that have golden eyes. Hmm. Hmm. Shout out. 007. Shout out to 007. <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck breed my cat Kiki is. I don't know. She's Bombay. I think she's golden eyes, doesn't she? Uh, yeah, golden green-ish. Yeah, so maybe I so. Think she, I think she might be a Bombay tuxedo. tuxedo she's a tuxedo, green, yeah. She'd be having the mittens and shit. Yeah, I just know Bombay Sphinx. I'm not gonna fucking name cat. Let's talk about Con Night Joe. We all know the song. It's a fucking banger. It's a perfect album opener. Yeah. It, it was also to a perfect album closer. Yeah. <laughs> um, they should have been a one and done, just released a single band. But yeah, like every, like this belongs on every playlist that like, it's like songs that make white people Tart. shoot their neighbor. <laughs> shoot their neighbor. Songs that make white people violently whip a nay nay. <laughs> songs that make white people commit mass murder. Yeah, like 
It's just, just like it's just this and Eminem's entire discography. Yeah, <laughs> so long as they make white people violent, it's this Eminem's entire discography and Pinball Wizard for some fucking reason. <laughs> Pinball, what the fuck? Uh, checks out. Checks out. I'm just saying, no Russian for Modern Warfare would be a lot cooler if they were playing <laughs> Pinball Wizard. Bruh, can you imagine? He's a Pinball Wizard. The, the fucking <laughs> Dukebox Hero. I don't know what pinball wizard sounds like. I don't fucking know. Yeah, the door is just open and it's like, he's a pinball wizard. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Dude, that reminds me of this fucking uh, meme I saw the other day and it was like, I was like, you, here, I got it saved. It was like, you mean to tell me, or it's fucked up how there are like a thousand Christmas songs, but only one song about the boys being back in town. It's fucked up, right? It's really fucked up, dude. The boys are back in town. Fucking write more there about it. There are so many songs about Halloween. But there's only one song about the summer of 69, and I think that's a little fucking... That's a little... Like, we're really forgetting about the summer of 69. Get on it, fucking man's Rednecks, where you at with a song about the summer of 69? Where were you at? Can you imagine if they just covered summer of 69? I would... I don't even know what I would do. (laughs) I, for the longest time, used to get Brian Adams and Ryan Adams confused. Mm, Close enough. I, I still don't know which one's which, actually. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think Brian Adams in Summer of 69 and Ryan Adams was like a 2000, like a 90s guy. I, Are they 80s? related? I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. They could be. Um, but yeah, Gondai Joe, <laughs> do you have anything to say about Gondai Joe other than what we, I just said? No, that's, you covered it. <laughs> we got a hit in the hay, which I don't have anything written down for this one, so I'm assuming it was one of the Cotton Eye Joe ripoffs. Uh, so it is, but it has MIDI banjo instead of real banjo. Mm. Oh yeah, I remember you being um, able to distinguish. It's another bluegrass-inspired folk song. Uh, it's, it's, the banjo just sounds so fucking fake. Okay. Like, you can yeah. hear the ones and zeros. Yeah. <laughs> And it um, got riding along alone, alone. Uh, so this is this is a real banjo again, or like more real sounding mm-hmm. banjo samples, if anything. Um, I don't think Swedes are legally allowed to own a banjo. So. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but like I don't know, this song it's just it starts. This is when it starts to feel like the songs are way too long. Yeah. And the songs aren't that long. I mean, most they're, of the songs aren't that long. Yeah, it's like the nine-minute song. Yeah, but most of them are about like three or four minutes. But when it's literally just fucking floor to the ground, or foot to the ground, fucking it's just, beat. It's four to the floor. Yeah, that's what with, I'm looking for. Floor. With, <laughs> like, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Four to the floor. At the end of the page, go to page two if you want real banjo. Go to page yeah. 47 <laughs> if you want midi banjo. <laughs> what is this about? Cheating on your wife? Fucking a stranger. Being in a barn. Cheating on your wife with a stranger. Doing redneck shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like literally just fucking copy and paste and mixing around the fucking... I don't he know, copied... Like, it's like... Just so bad. It feels like if someone, do, like, plagiarized their own undergrad research paper for their thesis. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. They, they could have... They really could have done something here, but they just chose to fucking have, like, what, two songs that are outliers and the rest is just Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah, like, I don't fucking get it. Yeah, it's it's already fucking grading three three tracks into, like, a ten-track album. Yeah, but, I mean, at least they do mix up the banjo. I'll give them that. I don't fucking like the MIDI banjo, though. No. I think the MIDI banjo is really bad. I think it, it ruins the song more than it was already ruined. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... Like, I think one of the, the beauty of Cotton Eye Joe is that all of the folk instruments at least sound real. I don't know that they, like, 
flew in some fucking like Earl Scruggs to do the. That would be really fun. <laughs> what did they do? Really fun. Cool. Earl Scruggs is on the song, but like, <laughs> you can tell they really care about bluegrass at least as a novelty. At least, yeah. In some of the, like in Cotton Eye Joe especially. I mean, for them to dig up an old folk song. They dug up an old folk song. They use real instruments. They use actual, like, like, they there's like a bluegrass turnaround in it. Mm-hmm. And then they just stop caring that much. Yeah, I mean, they, they got fucking massive with the song, so I guess they were like, fuck it. It's really, inf- I really I mean, think... I wouldn't be surprised if this album was recorded in, like... Like a week. Yeah, exactly. Like they it's were even. like, oh fuck, let's let's like, just. Oh shit, we need an album. We yeah. just released a single. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I feel like if they had taken time, finished the album before releasing Gone Night Joe, they could have had a much better album, and possibly a much better career. Yeah, I mean, they honestly probably could have gone. I mean, maybe good with the concept. Like it made a good product. I don't know. I mean, I don't if know they that actually it tried. Been, like, big every time yeah i mean i don't think it would have been amazing but, but it would have I mean, had I... the same appeal of like christian new metal yeah <laughs> like 35 dudes in the american south <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah you would probably find the cd at a fucking exxon somewhere in yeah in east tennessee Speaking but... <laughs> of fucking pod they released a new song recently and it's really fucking good hmm I haven't heard anything from P.O.D. in forever. So, I was talking to my buddy Jake. um, From State Farm? No, because we're talking (laughs) about um, doing a a cover project. Um, And so, we're talking about P.O.D. Because I'm not going to tell you about the cover project. I think I've told you about it already. Yeah, you told me already. But I'm not going to spoil too much. But um, apparently, P.O.D. went really, like, butt-rocky for a minute. But now they're fucking back with new metal. Hmm. Last thing I remember was the album... Slash song they came out with in like 2012 or 13 where he said the, he said the F word, bro. Yeah, and Christians were mad. Yeah. That, that song was good, though. P.O.D.'s fucked. P.O.D. fucked. Yeah, that, Christian New Metal's good. That song was fucking deep, bro. Um, after that, we get to Wish You Were Here, which, uh, once again, I really, I saw the track listing, and it kind of sounded similar enough that I was like, man, is this... Is this going to be a fucking cover? Yeah, I really thought a Pink Floyd cover. Like, the beginning of it kind of sounds like if some fucking Swedes tried to make a disco bluegrass version of what yeah, here. Yeah, like try like interpret interpret it a little bit different. Well, it's more of a ballad than a bluegrass like thing, but Yeah, this one's just a straight up like power Euro ballad. Euro pop power ballad yeah. basically. But yeah, a little bit disappointing. I, I really, honestly, probably would have liked it better if it was a cover of what you were here. Yeah, uh, but this song also lasts a fucking lifetime. Yeah. Um, it's a nice change-up. Yeah, for sure, but... But the problem is when you change to something more boring. Yeah, I guess it is more boring, but... Nothing really happens here. I'm, I'm fucking... My ears were so thankful to not hear the boots and cats and boots and cats. Yeah, and then the fucking... For like four minutes. God-awful... Fucking midi banjo and fiddles and all that shit. As far as I can tell, the fiddles were always real. Okay. I don't remember any Fair midi enough. fiddle. Midi fiddle. Midi fiddle. The middle. The middle. It just takes some time. <laughs> I was about to make <laughs> Damn it. But, um, yeah, because the going back, I mean, we're really harping on the fucking banjo and shit, but I mean, it literally, like, sounds like they're playing the exact same banjo line in every song, so... Yeah. That has that has banjo, like, every song that has banjo, it sounds the same. Which, like, which, like, a lot of people, every banjo song sounds the same. Yeah, but, 
I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a fucking expert in songs that have banjo, but, you know, I feel like... I've been to bluegrass festivals. I feel like my ears... I've listened to a lot of banjo. Yeah, I mean, I feel like my ears tuned enough to be able to, you know, if it was a little... But, I mean, it's, like, literally the same it's fucking... Literally the same, the same fucking thing every time, so it was very nice to... Maybe in a different key. Yeah. Yeah, or a different tempo, but it was very nice to hear something that wasn't... That didn't have fucking banjo for, for a song. Um, but then we get to Mary Lou, which starts off like it's going to be another ballad. Yeah. And then, Cotton Eye Joe again. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> fucking, I mean, who would have thought? Who would have fucking thought? Uh, yeah, this one, it, it started off as like, if I remember correctly, not even Europop. Like, it was literally just like an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it was intro. like a country ballad. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. And then, no. Nope. And then it's just Cotton Eye Joe again. No, nope, fuck it. And then you oh. thought you were getting something different. Oops, all Cotton Eye Joe. Speaking of Cotton Eye Joe, uh, the next song is The Worst Offender. Pop and oak. Cotton Eye Joe Part 2. The chorus literally goes, but up and up and pop and an oak. Yeah, it's literally the same fucking thing. Like, it's the same, it's the same song. It's just different words. And this was their second single and that makes, they released. The words make a little less sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same fucking vocal cadence. Same, like, goddamn. This song made me so fucking bad. Yeah, this one, this was fucking awful. Like, when this song came on, I thought about just driving my car off the interstate. Yeah, it was just literally popping an oak, something, 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 oh, popping an oak. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. And why did they release this as their second single? Why did they release it at all? Yeah, but it's like... Like, do you think they were... I think... I think what may have happened, I think they may have recorded both of these at the same time when we're, like, back and forth, like, well, which version of this song we just wrote is that... Which is the best... What's the better lyric? Should we go American traditional yeah. with the cover, or should we... Oh, fucking fuck. speak like fucking <laughs> Animal Crossing villagers? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah. They, they did beat Nintendo to the game. Yeah, they, they, they made their right choice, I guess, but... God damn I'm, it, this song makes me so mad. Yeah, fuck, fuck old Poppin' and Hulk. Uh, and then we get to Nowhere in Idaho, which is somewhere I don't want to be. Um, Isn't that all of Idaho? Yeah, I don't think there's... You any, know what? I don't think there's anywhere in Idaho. Um, it's a little <clears throat> a little bit of relief from the headache-inducing formula of the yeah, album. It's, like, it's a pretty solid country ballad at the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, um... If I remember correctly, this one has the other vocalist, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. Because there is the like main... the deeper voice vocalist? Yeah, the guy you know on Cotton Eye Joe yeah. is... And then the woman that's... The woman. She... <laughs> the woman. Yeah, she's only... She's on Cotton Eye Joe. She does yeah, some she vocals. And then... Okay, I'm not saying the woman, like, in a negative way. I'm just <laughs> saying the woman because I cannot be asked to learn their fucking Swedish names. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Except for Obar Organson. <laughs> no, Jorgen von Strangelsen. <laughs> yeah, Jorgen von Strangelsen, yeah. Or Orban Oban Oberg. Something like that. I don't fucking Erberg, know. Oberg, it's Goosebumps. Horgenning and Nergen. But, oh uh, yeah, she does some stuff in Cotton Eye Joe. She mostly does background vocals. Wish You Were Here is her. Uh, yeah, she has a couple songs. That, it's like her. I think there are two women. Maybe I don't fucking know, but either way, the guy you know from Cotton Eye Joe, like the really nasally, high pitched voice guy, the guy who sounds like he could be Appalachian except for the fucking accent. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's on most of the songs, but then you have a, a lower voice guy, kind of, kind of on some other songs like background vocals. I think he might have like a chorus in one other song, but yeah, nowhere in Idaho. I think it was him. The whole song. Yeah, uh, yeah. the song is really good up until there's one part I don't like. I, really good is obviously like. 
relative. In context. Yeah. Almost it's subjective, but like it's not subjective. Yeah, in context of it's, the album. It's fact that in the context of the, al- the album, this fucking song is good. Yeah. That is the opinion <laughs> of the podcast. Um, until it gets to that fucking weird speaking part that sounds like when you're in the line of a Disney ride and they feel that they have the need to tell you a story. Yeah, I remember that. Like, it literally feels like I was, like, I got fucking transported to, um, the fucking Song of the South ride at Disney World. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Splash Mountain. Yeah, yeah. May she rest in peace. Oh, yeah, they closed that, didn't they? They fucking should have a long time ago. That, oh, that was the only it's thing. The, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing from Song of the South that they have officially recognized since Song of the South was released. <laughs> Damn. There's, a, what, what do you mean, the only thing? There's other stuff? No, like, they're, like... Song of the South has never been recognized, but, like, there was some a little bit of other, like, memorabilia, I think. Mm, okay, but okay. the only time they've actually recognized Song of the South since its release was the fucking ride at Disney World. Okay, yeah, for yeah. For 40 fucking years. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Weird shit. Um, but, yeah, I, I do remember that part was very awkward. Um. <laughs> but other than that, it's a solid song. Um, yeah. I wouldn't listen to it again. No, but... But if uh, someone held a gun to my head and said, listen to... <laughs> one redneck song and you can't pick cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> and you can't pick cotton Eye Joe. i uh, actually even if i could pick cotton Eye Joe, i might pick this one uh, yeah i think it's interesting enough um i'd probably ask him to shoot me when the speaking part came on but then change my mind when he starts singing again yeah then we get to uh harder than your husband god fuck it. i hate this song was this one the one that had the fucking insanely long song title that I need to look yes, up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, you look up the song title. I'm going to talk about. So this is a song about cucking somebody's husband. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I mean, it's really a song about like getting a woman to cheat on her husband with you. But like, it feels like he has a fetish for fucking people's wives. <laughs> um, it's just, it's exactly what you expect. It's more country dance music. Thank God, I guess. Thank God. I don't know why I wrote that. Thank God above. That's literally in my notes. I don't remember writing thank God. Thank God I fucking guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the full title of the song um, is The Sad But True Story of Ray Mingus, the lumberjack of Bullrock City, and his never slacking strive to exploit the so far undiscovered areas of the intention to bodily intercourse from the opposite species of his kind during intake of all mental conditions that could be derived from fermentation. Harder, harder than your husband on digital releases. Thank God. Wait, so was that the fuck? Was that literally on the back of the fucking CD? I don't that entire song title. God damn it. We'll look it up later. We'll post the back of the CD. Oh yeah. I will go buy the CD. Fuck it. I'll go to McKay's right now. Fuck I it. got stuff I need to turn. Actually, no, I'm still fucking boycotting McKay's. Damn it. You're boycotting McKay's. Yeah, they're trying to uh, union bust. Oh shit! Yeah, damn. So we haven't been there in a while. Uh, we have some stuff we need to trade in, so we might. I was go about to say, I'm I'm literally going there to trade in shit tomorrow. I have like four boxes worth of shit to trade. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, where the fuck else can you take it? Exactly. Like, I get eBay at this time. Fucking Grindhouse is closing. I'm so pissed. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed at that. When yeah. Is it closing. We need to go before it closes. The uh, December thirty first. We need to go before it closes. <clears throat> yeah, I fucking love that place. So we can go this week or next week. <clears throat> Maybe so, yeah. Making plans on the podcast. But yeah, I'm, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> Y'all we, are all invited, by Knoxville the way. got a fucking last May, so it's been like a little over a year. Got a fucking, like, horror-themed, like, v- they sell VHS, they sell Blu-ray, I 4K. Bought fucking, I bought a poster for my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Like, the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie that was for me. 
Do not tell me the remake is your favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. It's not my favorite. It's the most <laughs> okay. nostalgic for me. Okay. I don't think it's the best. I think realistically, like the Nightmare first two one. or three, the gay one. That one. The really gay one is really good. Uh, I like Wes Craven's new Nightmare. I wanted to like the second one a lot more than I did. It just, I don't know. It was kind of boring to me. I really. The I third really one's really good though. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors is incredible. I like I like all of them except for the only ones I actually hate is the remake and Freddy. I, Freddy's Dead. I love the remake. I think the remake's really good. Um, I fucking hate it. I was I was the I saw it in theaters. I Fair enough. Love that shit. I, Friday the Thirteenth remake on the other hand, fucking yes, slaps. That is what I want. I want a poster for the other. So. Just a, a real quick behind the scenes of my setup. Behind the couch that we're recording on, there is a poster for the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. There is an X-Files I Want to Believe poster. And then there's a big blank space that will one day mm. host my Friday the, or, yeah, Friday the 13th remake poster. Okay. And then I'm thinking over there, maybe if I can get like a little, like maybe one of the, like the, the long posters they have at movie theaters. Yeah. Like the Chainsaw remake. Yeah, yeah. That'd be sick. Okay. Um, sorry that we just talked about visual things on a audio <laughs> medium. Deal with it. <laughs> my dick. You're, li- you're still listening to the podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Harder Than Your Husband, it's back to the norm. Uh, this one doesn't have as much fiddle or banjo as yeah. as expected, though. A little more guitar, guitar-led. A lot more four to the floor. Yeah, deeper, deeper voice singer. Um... Makes it a little bit more of a palatable experience, I would say, but... I fucking hate the lyrical content. Yeah, but still not good, but I mean, sonically, I guess it's a yeah. little bit better than all the Cotton Eye Joe ripoffs, but that's not saying much. Um, and then we get to the third copy-paste. Fat uh, Sally Lee. Fat Sally Lee. Fat Sally Lee. Been Fat Sally Lee. <laughs> I I've would... been married to a bubble bee. <laughs> Close enough. Where did you come from? Where do you pee? <laughs> Girls don't pee, bro. What the fuck? Fuck your girls don't pee. Sally Lee can't pee. Uh, they only have the one hole. Yeah. But yeah, I spoke... Just their mouth. <laughs> spoke too fucking soon. Another Cotton Eye Joe ripoff. They really shotgun spread these songs. They were like, this can be a hit, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I actually have a new... The, the thing I said earlier, I think that's my new... Is that they just recorded all three of these at once. They were like, mm. we gotta decide which one to do. And they were like, well, I can't write another song. Yeah. I couldn't possibly write another song. <laughs> Watch me do it again. Fuck you, it's stupid. Um, this is the worst one of the copy pastes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's literally unlistenable. God damn it, I don't know. I between, hate Poppin' and Oak. Yeah, I was about to say I between those two, I don't Oak. fucking know. But I think Fat Sally, at least Poppin' and Oak is catchy because it is it is literally just Cotton Eye Joe. Mm-hmm. This one deviates enough to be bad. Yeah. Then we go to Shooter, which I don't have anything wrote down, so I don't um, remember. I have uh, one note from my partner. Um... Because, unfortunately, uh, to get the notes for this, I had to finish it up on lunch at work. And I work with my partner, mm. and we happened to be on lunch together. And I was like, hey, babe, I'm sorry. We gotta listen to the rednecks. <laughs> um, man's looking for his gratata. No matter what you do, he won't give up his gun. A true American hero. Mm. Part of that was me. I don't remember which part <laughs> was them. I know they said the gratata part. I think I said the true American hero part. Well, I guess um, that encapsulates it. But was, the song is some more bullshit. Was it another Cotton Eye Joe ripoff? I don't fucking remember. Hmm. I know it's bad. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. Then we go to McKenzie Brothers. Here we go. The meat and potatoes. The whole nine yards. The album could have just been this song. 
The only, just like a fucking 30 minute version like, of it. Yeah, we're here for the Redneck Cinematic Universe. This is this is a story song. This is a spoken word song. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I am in a spoken word band. So this is something that I was like, okay. Uh, it goes on a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me read verbatim what I wrote uh, real quick. Uh, why is this a five fucking minute song? One question mark. <laughs> why is it a spoken word song? Three question marks. <laughs> So why, who the fuck is this man with the impeccable English? Back to one question mark. Where has he been? Two question marks. Where did he come from? Where did he go? <laughs> no, literally, like, the dude comes out with, like, perfect English. Yeah. It was probably Obano over Gobard's Barg. It was our boy Marcus. <laughs> probably was. He just was fucking, yeah, he's actually, like, 40 years old. Um, but, yeah, this one, yeah, it's spoken word, and it has, like, a east coast hip-hop beat yeah it's really fucking weird like i don't there's like a whole story about like a like fictional cowboys fictional cowboys trying to kill the mckenzie brothers yeah like outlaw shit i don't fucking know it's it's basically the swedish version of big iron yeah pretty much exactly um yeah and then there's like a chorus with like a minute left in the song if even it just yeah. th- throws like a chorus a out there chorus uh-huh um, I think if this song was shorter, I'd be really into it. I think it would be the saving grace of this album. Mm-hmm. It's just... I think it's a little too long. It just gets pretty boring, um, yeah. I think if it was split into multiple songs, mm. it would have been really cool. Like, songs with different feelings, but the same story. Yeah, or it could have been, like, some interlude type shit. Yeah, could've, they could have done cool. a Coheed thing and just written a whole fucking... Same with, like, what the fucking Fast Food Rocker should have done with the Pirate song. Write the album like yeah. this. Yeah, I guess Euro Poppers have a have a thing for just making one fucking concept one song. One really cool concept song. Yeah, and then never going back to it. Which, I mean, I don't know. They could expand on it in the Farm Out or whatever the fuck I'll that never know. it's called. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm never going to find out. I'm never listening to the Rednecks again. Um, if either. I'm going to listen to shitty European country music, I'm going to listen to the Wurzels. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> then we go to uh, Rolling Home, which is essentially a fucking gospel song yeah it's another fucking ballad i don't know why they're romanticizing southern baptism uh, yeah i was uh, like i've lived that uh, yeah been it's there not that. great been there done that it's got its flaws it's got a little bit of of a brainwashing element some could oh, say you say there's something bad about like uh attempting to drown children so that they won't go to hell when they die hell yeah bro Drowning children, hell yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking weird, like, dressing up in, like, the nicest clothes I've, I'd ever owned to that point. Just to get fucking dunked in water while the fucking pastor is wearing his fishing waders. Get dunked on, bitch. <laughs> and then go to a fucking tent revival. <laughs> I remember buying, like, getting CDs from those tent revivals. Oh, God. I, I, st- I think I still have one somewhere. Yeah, I do. It's, like, the most, like, fire and brimstone shit. Didn't they have, like, quote-unquote real artist come out to it? I don't know. I know we have, like, a guest, pe- pra- like, pastor. Mm, I never yeah. know when I should say pastor and when I should say preacher. Because uh, I, I know say. that preacher is specifically, like, a Southern Baptist thing, I think. Or a Southern Baptist Methodist. And then pastor is for another an other branch. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Uh, I just say fucking preacher. I, don't I just know. know that women can't preach. <laughs> oh, yeah, apparently not. It's against, oh. it's against the rules. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Timmy Turner broke the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Jorgen! 
Oh no, a per China. She can't possibly have the knowledge to preach to pastor. <laughs> but yeah, for, uh, speaking of fucking, that's a whole can of worms. Speaking of fucking God, I remember the first speaking time. Of, I casually. remember the first time I heard fucking counting blue cars, and I was like, holy shit! What if God is a woman? Wait, why? I don't remember any of them. Tell no, me all your thoughts on God because I'm going home to see her. Mm, okay. It's like a throwaway line in the song, but I was like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, fuck. You're like, goddamn brain bust. <laughs> and then maybe in a later episode, I'll talk about when I realized that, like, the religion was bullshit. <laughs> Fucking rat and link moment. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not an atheist, but, like, I don't believe in organized religion, which is as far as I'm going to go into it on a public podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of downfalls. <laughs> uh, fuck rolling home. Fuck the, like, PTSD... <laughs> flashbacks Inducing. that it gave me <laughs> uh but then we go to wild and free young and wild and free yeah i so while we I, get drunk yeah i really i really like young and wild and free so, i don't like this song so so what we roll hey so what we're some swedes <laughs> we're just having fun we don't care who sees <laughs> Oh, yeah, I wish I wish it was that. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> fucking yeah, uh, rednecks, please cover Young and Wild. Who fucking and Free. did Young Wild and Free? Uh, Snoop and Wiz. Wiz. I kept wanting oh. to say Luna. Breaking news! Know. Did you see today that Snoop, Snoop Dogg is done with weed? <laughs> what the fuck? He fucking is. There are unlikable. Three, there are three, four things I know about Snoop Dogg. Four things I really know about Snoop Dogg. Weed. Weed. Uh, he one time streamed Madden three days straight without any sound. <laughs> and a lot of people still watched it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. And, like, uh, the dude has actually murdered people. Yeah. It's a good... Off topic good again. Good knowledge. Uh, I think this was going to be longer than the last time we recorded it, but off topic again. I really love when people younger than us, because we're, like, the last age range to really know that, hey, Snoop killed people. Mm, yeah, probably. So, like, people who are younger than us are like, what, what does Snoop act hard in all of his songs, man? He's just that dude that, like, cooks with that grandma. It's like, yeah. no, he, he literally murdered people. This man has lived, like, 200 he's, lives. He's murdered more people than Ronnie Radke, which is not much. Oh, yeah, but, but like... More than one. Probably less than Kendrick. <laughs> Kendrick? I don't know. I don't know. I, I go back and forth with whether Kendrick Lamar's killed. Eh, oh, I can't see it. I don't know. I know he's definitely, like, watched his friends kill people. Probably. Probably. This is not a song saying that he did it, <laughs> but ever since that night, I was looking at him different. That was back when I was uh, But yeah, Wild and Free... Uh, um, how many bodies it, do you think Ob Oban Oberg Ordberg has caught? Um, how many people have had heart attacks listening to this album? At least 12. No, more than that. No, <laughs> more than that. Do you know how many people casually do... Do you know how many people fucking do coke? <laughs> how many Swedish people do coke? People in general. It's more people than you think. Like, growing up... Growing up, you're like, oh, man, crack is scary. Like, Dare's <laughs> is... like, fuck crack. McGruff told me crack Mc... is whack. McGruff and Dare are like, fuck crack, fuck weed, fuck alcohol. <laughs> they, don't, they never were like, you're going to be in a bar and some dude's going to be like, you want to go to the bathroom? <laughs> you want to bump, bro? <laughs> Fair enough. It's it's more people than you think, I promise you. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, start to the fucking sample the gang can. Oh, um, God. I for... Oh, it no. It is the can can. It's a dancey oh, can can song. I fucking and forgot that. It's all about how they're heading west because they're wild and free. It's a boring premise for a song. It sounds like every song from the Fast Food Rockers album. Mm, yeah. But somehow less enjoyable. 
if that's even possible, but I think it is for this. It is literally like the perfect comparison to the Fast Food Rockers because Fast Food Rockers did um, that other like ancient fucking song. Uh, I don't, I don't Fuck the their their fucking like fast food song, where it was like a sample oh, yeah, of like another did. song, yeah. like another folk song. I f I I completely forgot that but, they like, did. It, yeah, Cotton Eye Joe also does it, but like this is the worst contender because it is mm -hmm. literally a song people everyone yeah. fucking knows the can can. Yeah. So the formula for a shitty fucking Euro pop album is a song that interpolates a folk or folk. Folk, classic well, song yeah whatever know. whatever uh, song a cover of the ghostbusters <laughs> um the rednecks failed to do so that's where i'm docking some points mm, docking some points a um, uh fuck Obar. A, a single soft power ballad mm -hmm. um a song that sounds exactly like another song note for note mm -hmm. that's about it that's... Uh, a woman <laughs> yeah just one one is yeah, one, is, one is too many just for your one <laughs> Um, at least one well, deep no. voiced guy. Fast food rockers was two two girls and a dude. God, was two dude girls and a dude. Mm. Um, but uh, you gotta have a deep voiced guy. Yeah. Um, and you have to have a song a that tone, makes bro. that makes the fan that makes first time listeners think maybe there's some lore here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a very weird story driven song. Um, so in the next episode, we're not talking about an album. We'll actually be live streaming ourselves <laughs> creating an oh, album no. for our new band, the perfect Euro pop album. Fuck, um, Fahrenheit 450, 469. Fahrenheit 192. Fahrenheit 42069. There we go. Um, but yeah, this song fucking sucks. It is mm -hmm. the worst album closer we've had on the podcast yet. Bold statement, but it might, might reign true. Um, Honestly. Lyrics. I got two. I didn't fucking get any, so go right ahead. Um, so I'm going to start with the less of the, the one that I don't hate. Okay. All that much. Oh, there's actually a good one? Um, it's not good. I just think I don't hate it all. That <laughs> okay. Much. Um, from Mary Lou, uh, notably one of the three copy pastes. Shave your butt and take a bath. Mm, deep. Deep. <laughs> um, and then from the worst song on the album, the worst song uh, by the Rednecks, the worst song in Europe Hop, um, the Fat worst song on the podcast, possibly the worst song I've ever listened to. Fat Sally Lee? Uh, no, harder than your husband. Uh, hit you oh. with my 20 inch until you cannot stand. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot. Uh, yeah, I remember you saying that last time. I fucking, I fucking hate that song. God. That song makes me so uncomfortable. I would rather listen to Drips by Eminem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I probably would too. I love Drips by Eminem, actually. I don't know why you fucking hate it. Because Obi tries saying no that. No name, no gimmicks. Saying that nasty shit. Uh, so our Fuck Mary Kill for this one We're is. We're gonna do more songs and best songs. <sighs> Uh, yeah. Best songs, Cotton Eye Joe, and, yeah. and um, fuck, I guess Nowhere in Idaho, and I fucking guess McKenzie Brothers. Mm, same, yeah. I, yeah. I can't really say any other ones. I wouldn't, <laughs> I mean, none of those are Did good. we go Fuck, Mary Kill last time we recorded this, or was this before we did. The Fuck, Mary Kill? Okay. No, we did Um, Worst songs. Wild and free. Every song we I didn't just name it for that song. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Every uh, single other fucking song. Specifically, uh, wild and free and pop and nook. And, and uh, fast yeah, fast Lily. Specifically those three, but the, all of them suck. And then our fuck Mary kill. We got um some famous rednecks. We got That's right. Dale Earnhardt, the Intimidator uh, himself. Junior or senior? Senior. Senior. Dale. Dale the one senior. that died. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, we Dale. got uh, Is he number forty six. I don't fucking know. I think it's Wait, no, it's three. 
It's three? Yeah. Oh, his son's like 52 or 56. Yeah, because uh, the Devil Wears Prada has a song called uh, Number Three, Never Forget <laughs> in reference right. to No Orange yeah. Heart. And that's the only... Christian band. Yeah, that's the only reason I remember. Um, a Church the Redneck. <laughs> And Kid Rock, the realest redneck of all. Hey, can we change that last one to Toby Keith? Because we already did. Did we do a fuck Mary kill with Kid Rock on the Kid Rock episode? Yeah. Yeah, let's change that to Toby Keith. Toby Keith, okay, fair enough. He's uh, actually a real redneck, I guess. No. I mean, he's a rich dude. I mean, write songs about being a redneck. He was, he was born a real redneck, unlike Kid Rock, I guess. Okay, that's fair. He was yeah. born in the South. But yeah. Like, to a wealthy family, he's not a fucking redneck. He was born to a wealthy family. Pretty sure. Okay. Uh. Um, Closer than Kid Rock, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, Toby Keith, Upchurch the Redneck, <laughs> and Dale. Uh, I'm going to marry Dale. Fucking marry and Dale. I'm going to marry Dale. Dale was based. Uh, I'm going to make sure that he does. He never takes a right turn again. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do it, Dale. God damn it. Give our fucking vows. I yeah. will divorce you if you ever turn right. <laughs> he just has to take a whole fucking roundabout to, to get anywhere because he can't turn right. Like, fuck. Can't, can't turn right into that Walmart. Got fucking it. turning left across, like, every highway. <laughs> oh, God. He literally can't get off the highway until he gets to a left turn off-ramp. Can he merge right? Uh, he can merge right. Okay. He can take off-ramp. I was about to say, right. that man's would never get off the interstate if he got off. There are some left-hand There's some. But... Yeah, very fucking weird, but not But it's common. not a turn. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to fuck Toby Keith. Uh, just because I hate Upchurch that much. Yeah, no. I'm gonna kill Upchurch. No, that's that's my exact answer. Because yeah. at least Toby Keith has some good music. Toby Keith has some great music. Yeah, that, yeah, true. I guess I would up it to great. I love Toby Keith. Yeah. I mean, he kind of ruined country, but he's got some... He did ruin country. He's, he's got some bangers. Can we talk about the album that, like, has the song that ruined country? Like, yeah. on the podcast? Yeah. No, I'm down to cover it. Isn't that the... Yeah. I mean, I guess... I don't know if it's bad enough. It's um, pretty well received i think Fuck. but i mean i guess it ruined country oh, I was about it's to divisive. Say, oh yeah i was about to say it can be considered di divisive controversial i guess yeah. so yeah that would be a good episode okay so the rate your music score let's get this in i fucking have to look it up fill us with some uh with some banter austin um fuck i'm out of banter <laughs> you're out oh no uh fucking Oh, uh, I, have, I have a fucking random story. So I was at CM Games the other day because we were trying to get uh, the laptop we used to record on repaired. I had to wait at the mall for like an hour and a half, two hours or something because there was a line to get it repaired. So I'm at CM Games, our local game store. It, uh, CM Games is like a local chain. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I'm looking at the PS2 games because I, 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 I collect PS2 games. I collect retro games in general, but like PS2 is probably my biggest collection. Uh, PS2 and PS1 is definitely my most expensive collection. Mm-hmm. But uh, I see a game that I grew up on called Fahrenheit 48 or something. It's that firefighter game I have. They were selling it open for $28. Damn. They have fucking rules. I'm going to go you fucking... I'm going to fucking tell you the name of it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm... Firefighter FD-18. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Firefighter. Firefighter FD-18. Play that fucking game. I think like I vaguely remember that. It's really cool. You fight boss fires. There's like robots you have to fight with your axe. It's like fuck Metal yeah. Gear Solid, but you're a firefighter. What the fuck? Damn, bro. I want to play that. It fucking rips. Fuck yeah. Dude. Damn, I need to come over and play that. I'm, I, I literally, I almost want to start streaming just so I can stream that game and let the world know about it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, we got the uh, 
the score is a 1.80 out of 5 from oh, 200, shit. 219 ratings. 219 other people listen to this fucking album? At least. At least. Do they finish? Do you have to finish it to, like... I don't morally, fucking know. Morally. Morally. Morally to rate an album, do you have to finish it? I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. I think so. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think you can have an opinion on the album unless you've listened to the entire thing. Not that, not that you've listened to every song on the album, but that you've sat down yeah. and listened to the album in the order that the artist wanted you to listen to it. Yeah, which I mean, I, I don't think for sex and violence they put, they put any thought into that. But <laughs> but uh, what does that equal I mean, to they, for out of they ten? They spread out. Uh, it's one point eight one. One point eight zero. Mm. Out of 10. Um, that's fucking hugely uh, high. That's high. That's disgustingly high. Yeah. I'm gonna stick uh, with... Zero. Damn. I think last time you went with a point five, didn't you? I think I said point one last time. I, I've changed my mind. It's mm -hmm. a zero. Re-fucking re reading my notes made me so mad. <laughs> I hate this fucking album. I don't think I will ever listen to Con Go again. Yeah. I guess... I guess I'll just give it a point one zero point one just because... Of Cotton Eye Joe, but I but then again, I'm never gonna listen to it again. I'm never gonna listen to Cotton Eye Joe again. Yeah, I hate the redneck so much. I, mean, I might fly to Sweden <laughs> and beat the fuck out of the guy with the nasally voice. Beat the fuck out of Olimano Burger Burger. Not him. I like him. You like him? You know what? Point zero one just for that guy. Just for that guy? Okay. Point zero one. Okay. Just for Oban. So it is our lowest rated score with a average of I don't know, like. 0.05 or something. Like, what's the middle of 1 and 11? It's like 5.5. I guess. So yeah, point, uh, 0.055 is our average score. Wait, how is that our average score? If we both gave it a point 0.1? You, I did point 0.01. That's what I gave it. You said point 0.1. Oh, wait. I went, I went to the hundreds. Oh, okay. Hundreds, okay, shit. That fucking blows. <laughs> shit, okay, there we go. Um... So not only does this not deserve one last breath, if I see any of you listening... Yeah, to it, never listen to this. Uh, I know for a fact that um, one of our listeners who works with me is going to listen to it. I might beat the fuck out of you, <laughs> Matthew. Catch me, on, catch me outside. I like you and all, but do, do not listen to this. Don't do, Don't do it. Don't do it. Love yourself. Yeah, yes, self-care is not listening to the rednecks. I think this album was a psyop. And it was actually made by the American government to have more torture material for Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, this would be the perfect waterboarding album, honestly. God damn. Like, you know, like, they, like, they play like, Disturbed and System of a Down, like, high volume. Just fucking play this. Yeah, fucking, this is all you need. But yeah, fucking, yeah, this is, without a doubt, the worst thing I have ever heard in my life. It is literally like, the worst album I've ever listened to. And, like, we've listened yeah. to, you've shown me, like, scam rap and shit. Scam what? The fucking Scooby Doo song. The Scooby Doo rap song thing. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's intentionally bad. So yeah. it's funny. Yeah. This is fucking awful. Yeah, it's literally like, if I had to hear this again, I would probably throw up. <laughs> yeah, like I for the other albums you have to re-record, I am gonna re-listen to them. Yeah. At least once, or at least like parts of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't remember the song. Maybe not saying anger because I don't like Metallica. Oh yeah, spoiler. We're yeah, spoiler. We're gonna talk about Saint Anger at some point. Yeah. Um we'll have to re listen to it, but And you know what you guys know a lot of Metallica fan, we've already talked about Metallica. Mm -hmm. But this it's like 
fucking... It's not worth it. Every song is basically Cotton Eye Joe. I've and... heard Cotton Eye Joe so many fucking times. Pop you know what up. really makes me mad? My 28th birthday is going to be fucking ruined because it's the 30 year anniversary of this fucking album. Hmm. Shit. I'm yeah. mad. Damn. For some, I, I don't know why, why that took me a second. I was like, wait, you're you're saying you were born in '95, but yeah, no. okay. <laughs> angry, um, but yeah, that is, it does deserve one less breath. Don't listen to it on a single song. Yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. It almost it's so bad it almost makes me never want to listen to Europop again. Almost makes me never want to listen to music again. <laughs> but listen to Toy Box, y'all. Yeah, shout you know, out Toy Box. If you do accidentally listen to this album because you hate yourself. Toybox will cleanse the palate. Yeah, follow it up with some toy box. Well, we'll see you next time with, um, I don't know if we've decided what we're listening to next time, but... Something leaps and bounds better than this shit. Fucking for sure. <laughs> see y'all.